I got to contain myself, but Evan Mahaffey and Cam Winter just saved Penn State basketball season. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are live again. Thanks for making Locked on Nittany Lines your first listen and watch every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On. That is FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I am Zach Seiko, your host of Locked on Nittany Lines, joined by the expert himself, Penn State Men's Basketball Insider, Adam Sheets. We're up past your bedtime here for the last oh, episode, yes. Adam. Oh, yeah. It's worth it. After dark basketball, you know, when they chuck them out in, you know, Chicago different times and they have to play late. I listened to Steve Jones telling me he loves the travel plans when they play Mm -hmm. at 9 p.m. and getting home real late. But, you know, Mm -hmm. they, they made it worth it. They definitely did make it worth it. Yeah, not only did we have the the Big Ten start because Ohio State and Maryland couldn't finish mm-hmm. on time, so they started late at, at nine ten. Then Penn State has the shot to rattle in and out to go to overtime uh, with a nine ten Eastern time start. This is eight for Northwestern being an hour behind, uh, and then we get overtime. But I'm glad I was I was like I'm not doing it. I, I am not saying anything about this team <laughs> if they end up losing this game. But I, I'm glad they won. 68 to 65 in overtime it cam winner let's start there because not only did he hit the game winning shot cold i love what the color commentator said on the tv broadcast stone cold cold blooded that's exactly what that was because not only that all the pressure in the world right you were sitting in front of your bench you were standing there he took his time normally when you take your time you miss those shots and he made that shot perfectly in the corner. But even before that, Evan Mahaffey, uh, the effort, that's why he's in there playing the five. He's six foot six, and he's playing the five against these big, bigger Big Ten teams. And I, I really, I, I thought Andrew Funk was going to close it out, rattles in and out. You and I have kind of talked before <laughs> we started here that uh, this was going to be a game that this was the most Penn State way to to finish the season, to, lo- to lose it here, because uh, they needed this game. This is, this is a quad one win. Uh, this definitely puts them back. Uh, I, I think this takes them out of those, one of those first team. I think this is one of the last four in, honestly, just the way it's trending. Uh, but your thoughts here, uh, the job's not done, but how close do you think they are to actually making the tournament after tonight's win? Oh, I think they're extremely close. Um, you know, this is a team that came in. Everyone knows they had to win this game, especially after the loss to Rutgers you had on Sunday. And they came out and they started out slow, which, you know, is never a good sign after a tough loss, starting yeah. out slow. It's kind of like, oh, uh, you know, on maybe the road. Yeah, on the road as well against a very good Northwestern team. It's like, oh, maybe they're not there. But Cam Winter, as you mentioned, played phenomenal. 24 points, hit four threes, and obviously the game winner. And I'm glad you mentioned Evan Mahaffey. I was afraid he was going to get forgotten in a lot of that when they talk. Just maybe talk about the shot, and I'll talk about Evan Mahaffey made an incredible play just to get the ball. They missed a shot. He's able to get the rebound. Great skip past Andrew Funk. He knew exactly what he was doing with it. One more to winner. And, it, you know, this is a big shot for him because he had a very 
similar shot against Wisconsin earlier this year at home in a game everyone thought was a huge must-win game at home for the Nittany Lions, and he missed that shot, and Penn State ended up losing that game in overtime. Winner comfortable, took his time. He hit four threes in the game, knocked down the big one in the corner to win it. Just a great win, and glad to see for Cam Winter, a guy who's had his struggles this season, but stayed strong, stayed confident. They started to run more things for him down the stretch. He's played really well over the last few games, and today obviously coming up huge for Penn State. And this was a game I want to talk about the the mentality this team has because Micah Shrewsbury owned up to being out. I mean, he admitted. I don't I don't know that. Yes, you can sit here and say, but uh, he was out coached by Rutgers. Mm-hmm. A matter of how much by by Steve Peichel, but Micah Shrewsbury owned up to it. Uh, Seth Lundy, I, I love that that was brought up at the beginning of the broadcast. That uh, was news to me, but Seth Lundy and Andrew Funk, that right there is a team players particularly but a team that cares they wanted this they they heard they knew what they were going to hear from from myself <laughs> from people on social media uh their their peers that you blew it you blew a near 20 point lead at home to a, a decent team in records they're going to make the tournament uh but for them to stay in the auxiliary gym and just keep shooting keep shooting keep shooting a- until they got the demons out of them to go into this game that was the toughest test here was the mental test and they passed. Yeah. I mean, I knew they did that because coach Shrewsbury mentioned that when we had our media availability Mm -hmm. with him, he said Seth was in the gym forever after the game, fixing his shot. And they said he was shooting the ball. Well, came in first thing Monday morning after that and did the exact same thing, trying to figure out what went wrong. And, you know, he really fixed it as it showed, you know, he played really well tonight scoring in double figures when they needed him to hit some big shots in crucial times for Penn state and did a good job on the defensive end as he always does is a great two-way player and this is a team as you said they're the oldest team in the country the most experienced team in the country and they showed that by their ability to come out after a tough loss bounce back the guys who really struggled in that Rutgers game played really well specifically Andrew Funk and Seth Lundy who we mentioned were one of 18 shooting the three they hit eight combined threes between the two of them Cam Winter added four as well the team hit 13 threes and it's exactly what they needed they played good defense which is something coach Shrewsbury has been begging this team to do they responded at times and had key stops when they needed them and then offensively as we said they hit the shots to win the game and that's why they're we're talking about a win right now in a team that's still on the bubble and maybe trending towards being on the right side of the bubble heading into their matchup against Maryland they almost did everything right Adam we're going to continue this conversation about how the Nittany Lions almost blew it but yes they this this was the ideal game for this Penn State team to win they they had the formula 13 to 29 from three-point range that's almost 45% and then they shot 46% from the field and they actually out-rebounded Northwestern. Uh, But uh, before we continue, uh, let's have a word from our sponsor of today's episode. And that is FanDuel, the uh, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, The midway point of the season is here and Now's the time to sign up for FanDuel. Perfect time to download it. America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. You get bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything. Your favorite NBA bets, spread, money line, total, player props, points, rebounds, assists, you name it. Plus exclusive bets like the two by three, three, uh, two, three pointers scored in the first three minutes. Plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. 
So don't miss out on your chance to get the no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to fanduel.com slash locked on, that is fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And thanks for making Locked On Nittany Lions your first listen and watch every single day. It's fitting because we're talking about college basketball. Check out Locked On College Basketball, everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, players, and coaches. That is Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Bring on the comments because this is another live episode on YouTube. Adam, I want to thank you for staying up past your bedtime. Locked On Nittany Lions after dark. Uh, so feel free to put your thoughts in the chat here and we'll bring them up uh, on the on the show right here and, and continue this conversation because Penn State did not do everything right in this game. I felt like they had a little bit of luck here. Uh, they did. They did the things that they wanted to do right. They, they out rebounded. They played much better defense. Uh, and they didn't get bullied by Northwestern. Sure, Northwestern was physical, but it wasn't to a point where it's like, man, Penn State's getting beat down by the physicality here. Uh, but at, in that in that same breath, they went to overtime where you could have made some more free throws. They were seven of thirteen from the stripe. That that's that's unacceptable. And I, I lost count of how many turnovers they had. Uh, that Nor Northwestern lives up to the bill of they play tough defense because I think they average eight steals a game. And Penn State really, really could have blew this one on the road. 13 turnovers to Northwestern's five. That That's an issue, Adam. Yeah, I mean, they can't turn the ball over. That was kind of the weird thing, because as you mentioned before you went to your library with Fandle, uh, Penn State did everything that usually you'd say, if Penn State does this, they're going to win. They shot the three well. They actually out-rebounded a team. Like, they did everything we talk about when you say the formula for Penn State to win games is this. They did that. The problem is the things we sometimes take for granted because they do them so well, they did not do, which is turn the ball over, as you said, had a lot of turnovers. And then they missed free throws. This is the coming in. They were the fourth best team in the Big Ten shooting free throws per percentage. They obviously don't go there a lot, but they were 7-13 of today. They did not shoot the free throws well, and if they did, this game might never get to overtime. They had some key misses. Andrew Funk had an and one and missed a free throw. Jalen Pickett went one of three from the foul mm -hmm. line when he got fouled and had some opportunities. So, you know, there's definitely some things Penn State's going to have to figure out there and have to clean that up before the Maryland game, but it's they always say you're allowed to have these mistakes when you win because then we learn from them. When you lose, it's a different conversation. Winning kind of, you know, pushes those things aside. So Penn State able to get the win, but a lot to fix. I'm sure Coach Shrewsbury's going to be working with them in practice leading up to that game on Sunday. And if Penn State had lost to Northwestern in overtime, let's let's say we flip the mm -hmm. script, this is exactly what we'd be talking yep. about in this same post game. We'd be a little somber. A uh, little little dust in our eyes because we're tired uh, because it, it would have been exhausting. I got to add, uh, but I'm so I'm I'm happy they won because this team I I think they are destined for uh, one of those play in games as an 11 seed. I think that's where they're going to land if they continue to do this. Uh, one one more thing about the Northwestern game: Cam Winter having 24 points because this was something we harped on a lot. Adam was that this team did not have another option. It was Jalen Pickett, Seth Lundy, and, and Andrew Funk. And if any of one of those three guys was remotely taken away. Penn State struggled. So the fact that you are finally getting anybody, I didn't care who it was. I don't care if it was a freshman in Kanye Clary. I didn't care if it was Keba Jai finally figuring things out at the five because I know he's playing out of position. Mm -hmm. But Cam Winter makes the most sense since he was one of those prize transfers they got in the offseason. 
Yeah, Cam Winter was supposed to be the fourth option on this team, or maybe even the third option. I mean, he's a guy who's right. supposed to be a star on this team. He could really score the basketball. I think it took him some time, and he went through a stretch where he didn't know where he fit in because he's a guy who really likes to have the ball. That's where he does most of his damage, and he had to really learn that because obviously Jalen Pickett's going to have the ball a lot of the game. So, you know, Coach Shrewsbury's given Cam Winter more opportunities now we've seen in the offense, and he and he's made the most of them. It's not like they're giving it to Cam Winter, and he's not really catching capitalizing he's done that when he's get, gotten those opportunities look at the numbers he's put up over the last few games he's been really really good and he continued to do that in this game and they're going to need him to keep going they will need him against oh, Maryland yeah. Kanye Clary was the guy who played really well when they went to Maryland they have very similar games Cam Winters a better shooter than Kanye Clary is but they mm -hmm. both like to get downhill and get to the rim so there's definitely room for a Cam winner to be very successful in that game if he can keep it going and stay hot and keep that same confidence I just like particularly it. It didn't have to be Cam Winter. I'm glad it is because I think he's worked his tail off and he's finally. I, I think there's an identity for him on this team, as you mentioned, because you said he figured things out. But this team really became dependent again on Jalen Pickett, too overly dependent. This was somebody that they wanted to scale back to 30, 32 minutes, right? And let him have fresh legs for a majority of the game. And then you're seeing that Micah Shrewsbury had no choice and he has to put him in for nearly 40 minutes plus uh, the overtime here, the exception, of course, but you were seeing quite a bit down this, down the stretch in the second half of the schedule, 38 minutes, 39 minutes, 38 minutes, 39 minutes. And that's not what Micah Shrewsbury and Penn state wanted to do. Uh, they have to do that, but they wanted just to give him a little more, a little more rest time because mm -hmm. he he's earned it. <laughs> he deserves <laughs> it. Um, but I just like that. Penn State doesn't need a 40-point performance from Jalen Pickett. It's nice when he does that, but they don't need that to win these kinds of games against these kinds of teams. Yeah, I mean, you know, you shouldn't have to need that. And I think Jalen Pickett, he played 44 minutes tonight. So, you know, he's mm -hmm. definitely got a lot of traction on those legs this season. And the way he plays, he exerts so much energy that I don't know how he keeps doing it the way he does. Uh, exactly. But this was a very... This was a very tough game for them, and it's glad to see they have a guy that maybe they can give Jalen Pickett more rest and trust a Cam winner to really run the show out there on offense. And maybe even when Jalen Pickett's still in the game, give him a rest on offense where he can kind of stand on the wing, get a breath. Cam Winter's going to do his thing. They're going to move the ball around, and he won't be asked to you know get the ball, back a guy down into the post, see the double team, take the contact, either finish or kick it out to a guy. And he played only seven points today, but he had 11 assists. He did his job, moved the ball very well, made the right decision a lot of the time so Jalen Pickett had a good game for his standards just the way he passed the basketball and they're going to need him especially down the stretch with this Maryland game and the Big Ten tournament to keep playing well but it's glad to see now they have more options and you know you beat a team today I think a lot of people are saying you know Northwestern you know they were a team that was vying for the two seed even for the one seed going into this game mm -hmm. so they're still obviously going to be up there in that double by range and Boo Booey showed me showed today I think he's one of the best players in the country I think not many people talk about him he was nearly unstoppable so you know Penn State was able to weather that storm and find a way to win the game so Penn State's a team with a lot of momentum you thought maybe they lost some after the Rutgers game and now they're a team you're sitting at they're like oh they've won four of their last five going to Maryland so that's gonna be a very interesting game yeah, and like I said, Penn State uh, getting this win, 68-65 in overtime. Uh, we do want to get your comments if you want to join in on the conversation as well as this is a live episode of Locked on Nittany Lines after dark, I might add, because uh, the nice, nice 9 o'clock primetime game out in Evanston, Illinois. Uh, but 
they they corrected the issues that hurt them against Rutgers and Andrew Funk had 17 Seth Lundy had 14 and it wasn't to I wasn't trying to imply that Jalen Pickett had a bad game mm-hmm. he didn't have a bad game he just did other things to get the win and I'm saying I am glad that Penn State finally doesn't have to overly where it's the Jalen Pickett show yeah it, it, it doesn't have to be and you're not going to make the tournament when it is the Jalen Pickett show yeah I mean unless he's scoring 41 like he did against Illinois that's not a great recipe for this team to be successful and Micah Shrewsbury said that on Monday he's like you know we're at our best when we're moving the ball and everyone's getting touches that ball's whap- whipping around because we have so many guys that can drive we have so many shooters and we're so hard to guard when we're doing that he said they got focused in on well Jalen Pickett's playing great we got to get him the ball and let him do his thing and that's not kind of a recipe for everybody on the team to be successful so you saw that a little more in that first half after the slow start start when they only had seven points they made a run there and made it a one-point game by moving the ball a lot of guys getting different shots they kept doing that in the second half moving the ball you look at the last possession it was Jalen Pickett misses a shot Mahavey gets a rebound quickly swings it over to Funk one more pass for the three in the corner when they move the ball they're so hard to guard because there's so many moving parts on how you have to defend this team with the added pressure of trying to stop Jalen Pickett so when the ball's kind of moving and not just him doing everything they're very hard to beat and I think that's what they got back to today which really helped them and they don't have to play well uh, we have Jalen Pickett let's just get him the ball and let him bail us out every time let's transition to the final segment and look big picture here uh, and again thank you for for joining us here uh, as this is a this is a late <laughs> show but it something to be excited about is penn state the conversation continues they're entrenched in the bubble now but if they lose to maryland things do get a little complicated uh, because then it it you just have to go on a run in the big 10 tournament and you can't have a situation where it's practically impossible to a point where you almost need that automatic bid by winning the big 10 tournament because Penn state's not doing that. Uh, so I, I said, if you win four in a row, Northwestern Maryland, two games in the big 10 tournament, it, it still leaves it up to a conversation. But if you win that fifth one, I, I think that's a guaranteed. If you somehow can win three in the big 10 tournament, you beat Northwestern that you check that off. And let's not forget about the wins that they've already racked up. They beat Ohio state on the road. That's a quad one win. Ohio state showed that you need to respect because everyone said all oh, the analytics are wrong. The math doesn't add up and Ohio state's not a good team in reality. And look at the two wins they just had over mm-hmm. Illinois convincing wins too, not yep. one or two points. They beat Illinois and they beat uh, just now Maryland. Uh, now, granted, it was in Columbus, but still, they beat a ranked Maryland team, and Penn State beat that Ohio State team mm-hmm. on the road. So w- with that being said, their their resume is, is strong, and they don't have a bad loss. But, Adam, would you say, it, do they need four wins in a row here down the stretch, starting with Northwestern? Do they need five? Uh, is it possible that they get in if they beat Maryland here and then they win one in the Big Ten tournament and then that's kind of it because they are going to face a tough team in that next round? So what what do you think is ideal here for Penn State? I think it's possible for them to beat Maryland and only get one win if they get that single buy and they're playing on Thursday and not Wednesday. Obviously, if they're playing on Wednesday, they'll be the 11 seed. They'll have to beat Minnesota, and then they'll probably have to get another very quality win. I mean, you look at their resume. It's the team you're looking at. You're like, that house, this team's on the bubble, but they have so many great wins and no bad losses. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird where they are right now and how to judge this team. Uh, but as you said, they have a great chance against Maryland, who I don't know if people have been paying attention to this. They only have one conference road win 
They haven't been great on the road in the conference. So they're going to the Bryce Jordan Center to play Penn State on senior day with a lot uh-huh. of seniors who are going to be very uh-huh. motivated. So uh, it should be a very favorable matchup for the Nittany Lions. And then you're going to the tournament. Right now, if the tournament would start today, Penn State's playing Illinois. That's a favorable matchup for the Nittany Lions oh, playing man. the Illini again, who did beat them twice. And then you'd be in the 7-10, so you're playing the two-seed, who right now is being vied for between Northwestern, Maryland, and Michigan. And there are three teams now Penn State's beat, so you got to feel confident going there. I said try to avoid the 8-9. Obviously, Penn State's not thinking about that because that's all on what other teams <laughs> yep. do. They just got to beat Maryland. But if they can get to the 7-10 game and then you're playing the two-seed, that's avoiding Purdue. I think that's a very favorable slate in the Big Ten tournament for Penn State to get those wins, really lock up that spot in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, wow. It would really be storybook if they could get that one of those buys uh, ultimately set up where they play Illinois and then do get a, a Michigan a rematch with a Michigan or a Maryland team because that matchup is so much better. They just need to avoid Purdue at, at all costs. Um, and, or if they somehow face a Michigan State team, like those are beatable, those are winnable games on neutral on a neutral court. Uh, and something to keep an eye on: it root against Wisconsin at, at all costs. They play Purdue. Tomorrow night, which would be Thursday, March 2nd, that's a that's a home game. Uh, uh, we obviously know that Purdue is really good. But if Wisconsin wins its final two games, then Penn State does not get, unless everybody else just kind of craps the bed here and, and loses games they're not supposed to that are just in front of them. Uh, but if you look at the standings, they're really right now in hot contention with Wisconsin. So if Penn State can control its destiny here, again, they have another opportunity beat Maryland and hope that Wisconsin loses at least one Purdue because they're not going to lose to Minnesota. They play Minnesota for its final game. They're not losing to Minnesota. So you got to hope that Wisconsin loses to Purdue, but we've seen Purdue get upset here quite a bit, a little too Mm -hmm. frequently down the stretch. Yeah, I think that's going to be the interesting thing. What Wisconsin does is so important for Penn State. That's where this team's really going to be kicking themselves because of that loss. Both losses to Wisconsin. Those are two games Penn State could have easily won. They had it in control at the Kohl Center, let it slip out of their hands, lost by three, and then the overtime loss at home. Penn State probably feels like they should have won that game. So Penn State could have had the season sweep over the Badgers, got swept by the Badgers, and now you're looking tiebreakers. Everything's going to Wisconsin if it ends up that way. So if you're Penn State, you have to be looking around and watching these Wisconsin games and hoping that Wisconsin loses. But if you're on the team, you've got to lock in, be ready for Maryland, control what you can control, and the other things will play itself out, whether Penn State's playing on Wednesday or Thursday. It's going to be a matter of win the games you're supposed to win and hope that's going to be enough to get this team in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and, and it's really going to come down to Wisconsin uh, mm-hmm. and what they do to to help here. I don't went, beat Maryland and, and hope that Wisconsin loses to Purdue because they ain't losing to Minnesota. But they're really Rutgers is a game and a half ahead of them. Michigan State, Illinois, I it it would take a, a monumental collapse for any of those teams to to really change some seating in terms of yeah. what it how it would affect Penn State. It's really just Wisconsin right now. But once again, thanks for making Locked on Nittany Lines your first listen and watch every single day. Check out Locked on College Basketball, uh, the show devoted to everything college basketball. You get to hear from big name experts, coaches, players, you name it. That is Locked on College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Like the show Locked on Nittany Lines. If you haven't already, please do subscribe. Adam, you do such great work as the Com Radio at Penn State Men's Basketball Insider. Where can people keep up with your work? Is Penn State's going to get it's going to get real exciting for this basketball team here down the stretch? At Sheets Adam on Twitter, where you can find hopefully a team that's getting ready to march on to the NCAA tournament if they can control their destiny. Watching Penn State throughout the rest of the year.
All right. Well, Adam, thanks so much for the time. Pushing back your bedtime. I hope you don't have to hit snooze too much in the morning tomorrow. Thanks again, as always. And really enjoyed this conversation. It was nice. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Zach. Always a pleasure.